welcome to podcast 238 of Five Star Potential, your weekly football manager podcast. I'm Matt, and on this week's pod, I'm joined by Dave, Dupe, and Pedals. Welcome, gentlemen. Hello. Did you both get squeezed somewhere? Uh, yeah, just in the drawer. Um, in the door or, yeah, the, dra- or the drawer? Either or. It, the door could be a drawer. Oh, hello, Matthew. We- hello, Mr. Mr. Lewis. I don't know why I've called you Lewis. I never call you Lewis. That's, that's, it feels weird. It it's like I called I called Ben Benji earlier oh. this week, and that felt odd. It feels really a week weird. Of oddities. It does. It's a bit like drinking non-alcoholic beer. It's just it just doesn't. It's not right. Anyway, on this week's pod, we will be hearing breaking news from Dupe's Goat Challenge save, and for our spotlight this week, we will be taking a very short break from our own saves to each bring forward a save idea or team to manage. Now that the FM22 winter update has dropped. And we'll be asking you to vote on which of us has the best suggestion via Twitter. So keep an eye out for the poll. We also wanted to say get well soon to friend of the show, Brian, who has had brain surgery this week. Successful brain surgery, so that is a good thing. But uh, enjoy your rest, recovery and all of that period. And I'm sure you'll be back to full strength very soon. But first of all, safe focus, Mr. Dupe. Enlighten us, the, the breaking news that you've got to bring us, that we've stopped the entire world for. Yes, I have achieved things, Matt. I have achieved things. So last time we spoke, I was in sunny Brazil, on the beach with my feet up, ready to take on a Champions League final uh, for the Copa Libertadores. Um, it was a tight one, I'm not going to lie, um, but we were very grateful to win the Copa Libertadores because, you know, I'm amazing. I am the GOAT. Um, and it was a very successful win. Um, and we won it 3-0. Absolutely just ease. At ease. It was kind. It was easy. I was happy. And we walked away. And we thought, right, where do we go now? Let's not get too cocky. But where do we go now? And we decided that instead of going to Europe, because we didn't want to go to Europe just yet, let's go to Korea. And let's get that Asian Champions League that has always failed me. Or uh, over in China, we did five seasons. We got to a final once and we beat, or we got beat by a grayed out team. <laughs> well, uh, hate to say it, it nearly happened again. Um, we got to very comfortable in the league. We had one, so the league, you play each other twice. There's 12 teams in a league. You play each other twice and then you split into two leagues. And then you split into a top group and a bottom group. Luckily for us, we were so good, we had won the league before it split. Meaning that we could rest players for the semi-final and for the final and for the FA Cup final that we had as well. And annoyingly, the FA Cup final is two-legged because why wouldn't it be? Um, so, <coughs> sorry, we played, uh, we played the semi-final of the Champions League and that's only one-legged. And we were 3-1 up after 58 minutes cruising, absolutely cruising. They then scored in the 74th minute. Then they scored in the 84th minute. And I'm thinking, hang on, this is the Japanese side. At that time, I was bricking it. That last six minutes, they had all the momentum. We got to extra time. Then I was able to win in extra time on the 94th minute. However, let me break down the stats of this semi-final for you. I had 39 shots. They had nine. I had 17 on target. They had four. They scored three of them. I had an XG of 4.50. They had an XG of 1.2. Like we absolutely annihilated them. But for some reason, my goalkeeper decided not to turn up. 
We then played multiple games in the, in the, like I said, in the league. We just played a full rotated side. We kind of kept a few of the first teamers started, but not all of them, not risking them at all. We then played the, uh, the FA Cup final first leg against Geonbook, who they are like the best team when you open the box up in Korea. They're a great side. They win the, uh, the league every season. Um, and we lost them 3-1 in that, in that first leg. That was the Saturday because, amazingly, they, they plan things beautifully. That was the Saturday. On the Tuesday, we had to go play Al Sad in the Champions League final. This was another incredible game. So there's, they've got three players that aren't greyed out. Everyone else is greyed out. We went 1-0 up after this, on the 77th minute. And we were cruising. We were so, so good. We then had a penalty in the 93rd minute. I was bricking it because I, I just didn't want to spend any more time in Asia. I had enough. I had done six seasons previously. I'd had enough. I wanted just to finish it. Chat dared me to put the goalkeeper on the penalty. <laughs> I contemplated it for a long, long time. They started chucking numbers at me like, we'll give this many subs if you do it. We'll give this many subs if, we could, if you'll do it. And my eyes lit up, Matthew. You know, you know me. And I'm thinking, this time next year, we could be millionaires with this amount of money. <laughs> I looked at my goalkeeper, right? He was nervous. He had eight penalty taken and two composure. Um, <laughs> and at that time, I decided, no deal. I didn't take the money. I let my normal guy, I thought, because I know what's going to happen. He's going to step up, take it, miss. The keeper will save it. He'll ping it up the other end. They'll score. Then they'll get the momentum. And jobs are good. We scored the penalty. We won 2-0. In one of the easiest finals. I know I said it was really tense, but one of the easiest finals I've ever been in. 23 shots we had, two they had. I had 11 on target. They had zero on target. I had an XG of 3.44. They had an XG of 0.05. We cruised, but it, like to win only, only win 2-0 was a bit, bit shit. Anyway, we decided to go and play the second leg of the FA Cup because... It's about, not as much as it's about the Pentagon, it's also about the Hall of Fame, right? We want to try and win as much as we can. Well, we went and played Geonbrook again in the second leg. We were 3-1 down and we beat him 5-1 on, uh, on the night, which was, um, quick math, 6-4 on aggregate uh, and absolutely cruised to the, to the treble. We won the league, the cup and the Champions League in Korea. Then we resigned. Then we waited. And we waited. So we resigned on the 5th of December, 2035. And we waited. And we waited. And we kept going. And we were like, jobs are going to come up. The Arsenal job. Oh, sorry. The um, Tottenham job come up. I went for it. They offered it to me. And their club vision was to be mid-table team. So I rejected that one. Then Inter Milan come up. I went for the interview. They offered me the job. I just didn't feel right. We, we'd managed them a lot last year in the Achievement Hunter save. Mad knows a lot about that save. Um, and uh, yeah, that one just, we just thought, you know, that doesn't taste right. Let's just, let's just stay away from that. Then, um, then we had the Atletico Madrid job come up right at the end of the season. They were still in the Champions League. They had to play PSG in the quarterfinals. We went to take the job. Uh, they offered us it to us and we went to take it. And then we noticed that they were in insecure finances. They had a three million pound budget. They had two players that together were being paid one point two million pounds a week. Like it was just financially screwed, and I hadn't even touched them yet. So like they were even going to be worse than that. 
Then we got offered the Chelsea job at the end of the season. They weren't qualified for the Champions League next year. Then we delayed that. We then got offered the Napoli job, who were, came third in Syria. And I was like, yeah, we're going to take this. We're going to take this. What I'm going to do is I'm going to delay it just one more time. And just to see if anything else comes up, it's the end of the season. And then your boy, Allegri, decides to resign from Juventus. After being there for 15 years, he resigns. And every man and his dog chucks their hat into the ring. So do I. And Juventus offers the job. And we decide to take that. They've given us 100 million to spend. I've put some of the players in our chat. Like, some of the players are disgustingly good. Um, we have a 22-year-old Turkish centre-back that, I mean, I think he was definitely at the front of the, the queue for physicals. I have never seen a 22-year-old have pretty much all perfect physicals for a centre-back. Um, and I'm very excited. We're about to build a new squad, go and take Juventus to new heights and just smash it. So there you go. There's the breaking news. Do 20, 2036? Sorry, what year is it right now in the game? Well, we, we had to wait two years to get the Juventus job. So it's 2037, July 2037. So are there any IRL players left like yes, around? And, we, and have, we have a, a lovely English chap that's our captain at Juventus that I walked into, which was Jude Bellingham. And at the age of 34, still tremendously good. Like, superly good. Uh, other players there of note, um, we ha still have players such as, um, oh, what's his Makoko name? Makoko, yeah. Makoko's still about. Um, Tommy Yasu's still about, but he's like close to retirement, to be fair. Um, but yeah, mainly now we are looking at brand new players that we've never, never heard of. Is it like, I mean, is it hard to scout? I mean, obviously, we like I'm I'm picturing opening up a player search screen, and you don't know any of the players. Obviously, you see values and all that, but like, does it make it a bit harder when you're, or have you? I suppose have you gotten used to it having been in that save for 15, 16 seasons? I think to be honest, my time in China, my time in Korea, my time in North America, you know, you're looking for players that I don't know. Mm. So yes, you might have a reference because they've got a real face. I don't know these players. It is very much the same, like. Go in, start a new save now and start it with zero, like, do not use real names. And that's pretty much what we've got. Um, mm. But there's, there's some crazy stuff going on. I've got a guy who has been at the club for seven years in Juventus. He has played 85 games for Juventus and he has a contract of 675 grand a week. He also has an appearance bonus on top of that of 125 grand per appearance. He has an 85 grand Fuck unused me. substitute <laughs> bonus. If he gets on the pitch and he gets an assist, it's 128 grand, uh, 125 grand. If he scores a goal, it's quarter of a million pounds. And the guy's played 85 times in seven years. I want to be that guy's agent. Seriously, that's mental. We tried to um, cancel his contract. He's got two years left on it. It would have cost us 72 million pounds to cancel that contract. That is a Joe contract. <laughs> It's Joe's mental. negotiated that. It's Joe mental. was the agent for that one. I want Honestly. to see Matt come in and take that team and find him a week's wages and make the club <laughs> a million in a week. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's crazy amount of money. Roll safe head tap yes. gift incoming there. Genius. 
can't 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 take the money if I don't pay you first. <laughs> I could just that's a good idea. I could just keep fining him every yeah. single week. And and the thing is you'll disillusion him. Yeah. Um, and then he'll just want to leave anyway. So maybe that is the play. Maybe it is. Maybe it is the play. No wonder he's not played flipping, you know, he's played on average 10 games a season with that, those figures. Like, absolutely ridiculous. Bankrupt the club. And the thing <laughs> is, right, if I said to you, he is the worst player in our team, that's being kind to him. He's still all right, though. He's still not a bad player. I don't know, Dave. He's step not... like you do. <laughs> yeah, but he's six, well, he's six foot five as a winger. I mean, he's just he's just wrong for football manager. You like he's not a meta player whatsoever. But those figures are just ridiculous. You'll absolutely be ridiculous. You won't be surprised to know he is the second highest played paid player in the world. The first highest paid player is from Atletico Madrid, and the third highest paid play, paid player is from Atletico Madrid. Sell them to Atletico think, Madrid. I think I really dodged a bullet not going to Atletico Madrid. To be honest. I, the money is just mind blowing. I, I know it's just wow. <laughs> the AI sometimes has um, very interesting ideas about what are reasonable contracts, and it just throws money at players. It, it blows my mind sometimes, especially when you get as far into a save as you are. Yeah, it's mental. Right, gents, three so uh, change tact and move into. The, the main portion of this pod, our spotlight on some new save ideas following the FN22 winter update. Although I think it's called main winter update because there's going to be one that's been slightly delayed due to you know everything that's been happening in the Ukraine. But who has to go first? No pressure. Obviously, we will be voting on these, uh, or you guys will be voting on these. Went on on Twitter, so do keep an eye on the Twitter for that. Bragging rights are obviously going to be a thing, so I will remind you at the end to pick one to choose from. I'll jump in if you want. I'm going to say don't don't all jump at once. Well, I'll jump in. Hour, so. Speak, speaking about Twitter, because I've I, I suppose I've kind of been my one has been inspired by a tweet I actually saw in the last few days. So um, it was a guy called Zach Lowy. Um, I think he writes with Breaking the Lines, but he basically tweeted out about, um, I've not really thought about this because I'm not going to pronounce the team I'm choosing very well. It's FC Norgeland in Denmark. Um, I believe that's correct. Yes. Finally pronounced something correctly on this podcast. This is a landmark moment. Dags. People. Where's he Dags. from? Warsaw. He's from Warsaw, yeah. Um, FC Dagland. FC Dags. Um, so he tweeted out basically just to talk about their uh, basically exporting talent. Um, and he's just listed a few names. So they have sold... Um, Ka- uh, Kamaldine Suleimana, he went to Ren. Um, I looked it up as 13.5 million. Mohamed Kudus went to Ajax, 8.1 million. Uh, Mikhail Damsgaard, Sampdoria, 6.1 million. Andreas Skov Olsen went to Bologna for 5.5 million. They're um, a pretty decent club in terms of, I suppose, raising kind of youth talent, right? Which is what Football Manager is all about. Um, and I think a lot of people will be familiar with this team. They are owned by the Right to Dream Academy in Ghana. So there's a massive link there in terms of um, bringing players over at a very young age and obviously bringing them through the ranks and selling them on to the other bigger clubs in Europe. And I think the reason what's interesting now for me, I was just looking at the team um, and I've also been thinking about, you know, Matt, you asked me last week about life after Northern Boys and it's something we probably should be thinking <laughs> about, uh, but that's for another day. But we well, we haven't been sacked yet, I promise. Um so I was looking at, you know, different teams and clubs in Europe and like Norgeland are currently 10th in the Danish league. 
um, despite all of that. You know, I was thinking, I think sometimes I mix, I suppose I assume that Norgeland and Mitchelland are, are kind of at the same level, but they're really not. Um, so because they're only 10th in the league, and obviously they've sold quite a lot of their players, you don't really see them spending a lot. Or, you know, they're obviously not trying to buy the league. It's, it's, it's obviously about the system and the setup there. Um, and I've, I suppose I haven't seen too much of it in terms of FM. My idea where that would be load up a save um, in Denmark with uh, Norgeland. I was looking into it. You can't obviously, um, in FM, they don't have the like African leagues, we'll say, um, as playable. But what you can do is you can kind of go into your, um, you know, when you're choosing your options, you can add in either like the region for West Africa, which would contain um, like Ghana, Senegal, Gambia, Ivory Coast, Burkina Faso, all these teams that you did really regions. well. You regions. You know me, you know regions. me. Uh, loving the bit of geography. <laughs> and um, so what you could do is you could load up to save, um, obviously maybe add in like the Swedish League and the Norwegian League um, and add in, um, I guess, the, the player da- data for those countries. And I suppose replicate what they do, but see, can you take it to the next level? Maybe measuring the amount of money you can raise, just basically selling for profit, um, or just seeing how far or how high you can kind of produce those players, selling them on and how high they can go. Um, so that's that's something I've been looking at. I think it's a good idea. I guess the model is quite different for Norgeland compared to Michelin, where mm. obviously they're linked to Brentford. They use the same methods because they're owned by the same person. and. Yes. With with that, it's more of a case of swoop in and take the the talent that is released from larger clubs and give them a chance and mm. then sell them on. Um, whereas it sounds like Norgeland are m- more like looking further afield. Obviously, in in Scandinavia, there are different work permit laws, which is why there's there's quite a heavy presence of of similar. Uh, there's quite a lot of African players. Mm. Um, you get a few Brazilians going over as well. There's quite a mixed. Um, ethnic makeup in terms of the players that play in that league in comparison to for example over here um, in, in the UK um, and there are a lot of players that get opportunities that perhaps wouldn't elsewhere I mean, we've seen even Jack Wilshere has gone, gone over to, to right, Denmark yeah. now as well so I was, I, was, I was half expecting someone to, to suggest that purely because Jack Wilshere's Sorry, Wilshire has got a club. He won't like that one. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, I did love the Paddy Power advert that he did where he was just taking the piss out of Ben Foster. But we are getting slightly sidetracked. Um, he's Jack. getting some Breco and then I'm going for a cycle. And he says, no, I'm not doing that. And then goes, sign me. Anyone come and get me. And then not Tottenham. Love it. Anyway, David, <laughs> we'll come to you whilst you are able to speak. Uh, who is your suggestion for a new save for our listeners? Well, my save idea, well, yeah, well, it is an idea, is, is Fulham. Um, obviously, in the Championship, doing very, very well IRL right now. Um, but obviously, they, they had a few decent-sized transfer stories during the January window. Obviously, had some players that are really performing well, such as Mitrovic, who's just breaking all sorts of goal-scoring records this season. So I very quickly loaded up a save with them to see, you know, what they're about. Obviously managed to keep hold of uh, Fabio Carvalho, who's obviously part English, part Portuguese, who, you know, could could tie in well with my Scouting for Wolves. Yeah, yeah, exactly that. <laughs> yes. um, but it's it's not like he's impossible to hold on to either because he's already on a winter update I've got. He's already signed a contract to stay at Fulham for a number of years. Still a very talented young forward. Mitrovic is, I'd assume he's not had a huge monster update, but... 
He looks like a player that's uh, very much Premier League level, great finisher, great header of the ball with his attributes. Uh, but just overall, I mean, very quickly looking at the Fulham side here, I'm not going to say they're overly gifted with young players because they're not, but they have got one or two top players. Uh, Tosin Adarabayoyo, I hope I've pronounced that correctly. Adarabayo. Uh, yeah, yeah. You knew I was on about closer. Whoa, 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 it's magic. Yeah, <laughs> but he's a very solid young English defender. Um, I think in previous years of FM, he, he had the PA to go on to become a, an English international. And I think with the right development and right game time, he could still possibly do that. Um, just quickly looking as well, you know, you've got some, I, I would say X. De very decent Premier League level footballers. Kenny Tete is in there, who's always, you know, spoke about quite highly. They've still got Jean Michael Seri, the guy from Nice. Jean Michel. Was, yeah, yeah, who was so, so heavily talked about. And it was a real shock when Fulham managed to sign him. And he's actually in the Fulham first team. And I've got to say, some of his attributes technique, passing, first touch, all 16, vision, teamwork, 16, 17. Like he's genuine. His value is really low because his contract's actually up. So I don't know whether he's actually in a position to... I mean, whilst we're talking now, let me see if I can offer him a new contract. He was see, cracking. I think it was it, a FM... Oh, FM 1989. He was unbelievable. He, he signed for Fulham the year they signed on uh, Sherla, right? That was the same window. It was yeah, the, I think the, it's when, when they, they came When they got the promoted to the Prem. And spent a load and then, of money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they've got him still... Um, and obviously he will sign a new contract, so if, I think it's phenomenal. But basically, you know what? You know, alongside Carvalho, they've got a young striker, Rodrigo Muniz, who looks a really, really talented player. But you know, overall, I think this, if you want a save where first season you can start building something very special, I think this is a save to do it. I think you, I'm not going to say guaranteed, but you got a very, very strong chance of getting promoted first season. Um, but one of the one of the big things is as well, they've got a club balance of over 60 million pounds which I think for a championship club is so ridiculously healthy uh, you only get a budget of 2 million to start off the game but I think long term you know as long as you're doing well maybe even selling one or two players your budget is going to be in such a ridiculously good place and I think you've got a really strong platform there for a long term good save with possibly you know an underdog um, you know not many people want to start in the Premier League but you've got a championship level save could take a team and build up to be very something very very special. I think. I'd forgotten that Harry Wilson is on a permanent there. I thought it was Harry Wilson. Yeah, yeah. if yeah. I slicked back my hair, he's my lookalike. Apparently, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> it was good. You got Zambo and Gisa as well. He's obviously out on loan at Napoli right now. They've got a very yeah. good option to buy of twelve point seven five million. But if he returns, flipping heck, he's so he's ridiculously good on FM as well. So got a really really good squad of players. They've, they've Sorry, flipping it. You can tell Dad, Dave's dad's next to him, can't you? <laughs> <laughs> Not impressed with the hairline. Uh, they've got one of my FM nemesis in here. Um, Matt, we were talking about on stream one day. It's, an, it's a nemesis or nemesi? Nemesi. Oh, go <laughs> I've got know. a few of them. Um, uh, what's his name? Anthony Knockout. If he, oh, yes. he scores against me in every single save and game I've ever played against. He's, He's a tricky, tricky, a tricky bugger. I think would chief. be fair to say, a chi or a chief. Yeah. That also works. The technical term. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I guess there's a reason in real life why why Fulham are doing so well in the league. They've you know scoring records are bonkers. I mean, they scored seven away from home against Blackburn, which Easy we game. don't talk about. Yeah. Well, it was because we we're down to ten men for sixty minutes of that, but then it all fell to pieces. Anyway, we don't talk about that anymore. Dupe. 
Um, what is your save suggestion? Right. I'm actually going to just skim over a couple and tell you my actual one because there's so many good ones. First and foremost, if I was at to pick one right now, maybe like a Wolves save where I can only play Portuguese players. Grand <laughs> idea. Um, no. Uh, so there's a lot of my old teams that, uh, that are absolutely incredible at the moment. So, for example, Napoli, some great players there, currently top in real life of their league, uh, currently smashing it. That would be a really good save idea. Palermo, last year, obviously got promoted. They've got a couple of good players. They've had a bit of a boost in reputation. Um, that would be a great idea. But I'm going to surprise a lot of listeners here because I'm going to tell you a team that I normally slate. With the, with the loans that they got in on this new database, I would recommend going to, to manage Rangers in the Scottish Premiership. They've got Diallo on loan. They've got Ramsey on loan. They've got Morales already there. Glenn Kamara. They've got great wing-backs with Tavini. Uh, that was the easy one. Uh, Barosic on the left, who is a tremendous... Uh, he's one of my go-tos when, I, when I'm playing kind of like lower. Like when, I, when we're doing the network save, I want to get him in. I want to do that. He's such a he good... always ends up at Southampton in, in the, the past like three years of playing FM. He always ends up at Southampton in my save. He's wanted in my save. And I'm not, I've just loaded up a brand new save so I can have a look. He's wanted by Southampton. Um... <laughs> <laughs> imagine, um, imagine if it actually was. It's but, not, yeah. it's Brentford to be fair. But yeah, same, same sort of side. Um, like, Both wear red and white stripes. They do, yeah. Set piece wise, he is just amazing. And honestly, one of my favourite players. Uh, in recent memory, on uh, one of my favourite left backs, let's put it that way, in recent memory. But there's, uh, you know, there's a bit of narrative there. Obviously, Gerard left mid-season. Um, they've obviously got trying to they retain that title they won last year whilst trying to balance their time in Europe. Um, yeah, I wonder, you know, that would probably be one idea that I would like to do. So I'm sure others would too. Eyes. Um, You've got the, the task of whether you decide to keep hold of Morelos despite his discipline. Yeah, I mean, he is wanted by a lot of teams here, um, straight into the game. He is their top earner at 30 grand a week. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's a big decision to make. But it's just seeing if you can get the most out of a 30-year-old Aaron Ramsey, which just excites me. And apparently, I don't know. He should dick over the Scottish League in FM at the very least. Yeah, you'd like fit. to think. This is fit and can play a few games. The thing is, it's a mad signing, and it's not a signing that you would be able to achieve on FM without this database, right? Without the update. If you were loaded onto the old database and or the old yeah, and then tried to loan him, you wouldn't be able to do it. You just wouldn't be able to do it. So I would say go to Rangers. And that's gonna shock a lot of people. No, I do quite like the suggestion to be fair. Doop. Are you going to apologise to Jace Decanio now or wait till another future point? Um, well, no, because what I've, tried, what I've said there is, is trying to overthrow Celtic, which is obviously his team. Um, I, would ref- I would reference other teams in the league, but I ain't got a fucking clue. Like, Scottish football is trash to me, and <laughs> I just offend them all, let alone just Jace Decanio. <laughs> Um, I mean, he's doubled down there. You've got to respect it. <laughs> at least part of it. <laughs> if, I, if I'm going to offend one, I might as well just offend the he's lot. Committed. Um, he's committed now. <laughs> yeah, no, I've, you know, I think it's uh, it's an up-and-coming league. Um, you know, if I had that or the, the, Dem- the you know, Denmark, I know where I'd go. Have you ever done a holiday to Glasgow later in the year? <laughs> I'd prefer it if you didn't tell people that. I'm actually in Edinburgh. I'm doing the Edinburgh Fringe co- uh, Comedy Festival. Yeah, I've got a fringe. Uh, <laughs> have you ever done a save anyway. in Scotland before, Duke, actually? Out of interest. Have I? I have, yes. I have. I did a Edinburgh City save. 
where Dave was actually in my intro, um, which we had to take down because it was mildly racist. Um, <laughs> it wasn't. It's, it's a, you're gonna, everyone's going to go search for it now. Uh, you can find it at FM Dupe on YouTube. There you go. There's a plug. You allowed one an episode, so well done. You got it in there. There it is. Excellent. Um, I've got a few... Uh, well, I say a few. It's kind of amalgamated into the same thing, really. Uh, a few honorary mentions, honorary mentions, uh, of of things that you could try before I, I suggest my actual suggestion, which could, in fact, be the, the thing that is actually better than my actual suggestion. Anyway, let's get there. So <laughs> uh, if you're not aware, uh, FM Scout do a real fixture date fix for the game, so you're able to... Uh, start the game from I think the previous game week that has just finished so an interesting save could be taking over the likes of Leeds, Everton Derby, Reading or if you want a real challenge Scunthorpe who are currently in League 2 8, pin- eight points adrift of 23rd, 10 points adrift of 20th and they have minus 35 goal difference at time of recording Whoa. so that is quite the uphill struggle they are firmly rooted to the bottom of that league two table there they've got no money it's you know an uphill struggle very much like derby but without the points sanctions um so all of those teams are all similar sort of stage they're basically all in the mud and you've got a limited time to try and rekindle your you know your chances on the pitch and turn them around and save them for relegation so all of those are, are quite sizable options. Uh, another one, slightly left field, Chivas, which was an, another one of my suggestions. Uh, lots of history, but only won the cl- only won the league in Mexico once in the past ten years. So, sort of a, a, a sort of sleeping giant, but not drastically. Um, so, and I think there's the additional part that you can only sign Mexican players. So it's like the, yes. the Mexican version of the Basque teams. And Mad likes this because on board, sold winner, all right, vote for me. Uh, but my actual my actual suggestion is Manchester United and there are multiple reasons because you can play this save in a multitude of ways so that you have three main issues you've got aging stars who are on enormous amounts of money who you may or may not want to keep at the club after their contracts expire I'm looking at you Paul Pogba Edison Edinson Cavani Juan Mata at least in the update, and also Jesse Lingard. But in comparison to those, he's on a, a you know, a reasonably low wage. <laughs> the likes of Paul Pogba and Edinson Cavani are on three hundred and two hundred fifty grand a piece. So I mean, you get bin those off, and you've already saved five hundred grand a week, <laughs> which is <laughs> insane. You can afford to sign another Cristiano Ronaldo. The other aspect to this is Cristiano Cristiano Ronaldo has had quite a a drop-off in terms of uh, his ability in Football Manager. So he is no longer... I mean, he's 36, but he also doesn't have as many points available to lose now. Like he could afford to lose 20 at the start of the season in the in the original update because he was still amazing, whereas now he's still good, but he's not what he was. Um, and I would say his attributes more or less reflect more kind of how he has performed in real life and normally I, I'm, I'm quite happy to be scathing towards the researchers, sorry Dave, about their hair trigger changes to attributes over three months but it feels like maybe it's just the way United have been playing but it does seem that Ronaldo hasn't exactly been lighting up the Premiership aside from a couple of goals here and there. The other side to this coin is that despite 
how Manchester United have carried themselves in the past few transfer windows. They still have the club culture of signed players under 23 for the first team, signed players under 23 for the future, and playing attacking football, entertaining football, and develop players using the club's youth system. So you could actually try that club culture and try and develop players despite having the likes of the Glazers still in charge. So it could be quite quite a nice little youth development project whilst also binning off all of your main stars in the hope that you build some brand new ones. Um, so it might be quite nice, especially if you've got all you've got amazing facilities to be able to build some some youngsters up. So maybe it is time to get rid of the aging stars, bring in some new guys, scout the globe for youth players, maybe even bring in some some new youth talent from the UK and maybe build the brand new Busby Babes in your favoured formation or something like that. I don't know. Uh, you know, there are, there are a multitude of ways you can play that save. Um, predicted to finish fourth as well. So you've also got that challenge on, on that side. So loads of different options to play that one save. I feel like I've rolled a load of answers into that one. Sorry. I think um, it, it's a bit... Like what, what United have done recently is a bit anti-FM probably in our eyes. If you look at what they've done with the striker role. So Ronaldo, Ibrahimovic, Cavani, Igalo. They're, they're, they're really just bringing in, I suppose, what you'd call tried and tested, but I suppose borderline, you know, guys coming towards the end of their careers. There's probably even more before that. I can't remember. So Van Persie. I think Van Persie, yeah, not far off, all right? So, I would say Van Persie was brought in during his POM. He was 30, mm. though, right? So he's, oh, yeah, yeah, I guess that is kind of a peak, he, isn't like, it? He was, he, so I don't think, in, in comparison to the likes of Ibrahimovic, Cavani and Ronaldo, who have all been well past 30 when they've been, when I, I think they've for been me, first signed. I think for me, the drop-off when Sir Alex left for Van Persie, like, he was great that, that one season. The next season, it was just... And then he went to Fenerbahce very quickly after that, wasn't it? So maybe that's kind of why I'm thinking that. Possibly. But I think they're... You are right, Mad. They, I feel like they are very much going against the grain of how we expect them to play. And also, even if they are signing ageing strikers, I don't feel like they've perhaps used them in the best way to sort of educate younger players. It doesn't at least seem that way, because I don't know... Yes, you'd probably bring Ronaldo in for to, you know, to get some more determination as an inspiration to younger players. But is he going to be the one spending time on the training field with those stars helping them I'll be honest we haven't really got many many young strikers anymore Um, no well I guess there is that but equally you could you know if you're looking to bring I think reading through the, the the club culture in FM and then looking at the current state of the club it seems so contrasting in terms of their transfer policy and it'll be fascinating to see how you know what happens in the summer in terms of management uh, and with uh, with Rangnick in in charge whether he moves upstairs whether he stays on for longer who who knows what's going to happen at this point but you have you know you can decide sort of with whether you choose to even roll in the FM scout fixture list and take over now uh, and see how you can do for the end of the season or whether you start with no transfers at the start of what would be the 2021-22 season, or, or you know, play it, play it your way, basically. But there are, yeah, I, I, I would be 
very keen to play this as a, a youth challenge because the amount of money you could make potentially from selling those players or just not by re-signing them is is kind of insane really you could you could afford to bring in some slightly younger but not but very much ready like stars for the first team with the money you'd make or save from getting rid of Pogba and then potentially look to um, you know get the next load on the conveyor belt ready for for the next batch and then find I'm them very, all. I'm very biased right but uh, I do watch a lot of the youngsters at Manchester United for example watch the under 19s play Borussia Dortmund They've got some very good youngsters in that in 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 situ as well. That you're absolutely right. Maybe that youth challenge would be a, a, a phenomenal way of doing it. Players such as Hannibal, we've got Charlie McNeil that we signed from City that's broke records for James, youth. James Garner as well. Who's yeah, doing James okay Forest yeah. in the Championship. Savage, so. Sav- yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, Robbie Savage's boy is in there. He's class. Uh, we got what a really Shola? good set of wing backs. Shola, Shola Shorty, yes. Yeah, he was fine until I found out he was a Geordie. Sorry about that, Charlotte. My fault. Fernand, uh, yeah, we got some really good players. That you know, Hannibal. We haven't mentioned Hannibal. Hannibal's absolutely. He's going to be an absolute insane player. So, if there are any uh, Manchester United fans who are listening to this, maybe you can live out how you see United progressing forward vicariously through your Manchester United save, and then inevitably send your CV to them in the summer. but yes, thank you very much, gentlemen. There are your options, folks who are listening. Uh, let us know who has the best save idea by heading over to our Twitter page and vote for your favourite, of Scottish course. <laughs> Matt, I have a question for you before we leave the database. Database, database. Oh my God, I nearly said it wrong again. <laughs> <laughs> if Ronaldo has had a bit of a nerfing in the update, does this mean that Dave finally will be able to sign him in one of his saves for Wolves? It's been He'll have retired before he gets yeah, there. Yeah, fair enough. Worth a try. Start, start for Dave. <laughs> right. Paddles. Quiz time. It's time for the quiz. Quiz time. Let's do it. Is, it, is, is, is Dave's dad going to be in the quiz? I need to know. I might need to add. I might, I might, get, I might have his help. Might win Let's this see. time if, he, if he's there, yeah. Come on. Um, excellent. So I've loaded up a little save there in the new database. Um, loaded up the player search screen. So what I want you to do, chaps, is um, I want you to jump in and name for me the basically in terms of value the top ten uncapped English players based on value in Football Manager. So players Why that have, have not to do played recent for football. I don't know any of this. <laughs> recent football. No. We go back to nineties football. Next week. Actually, stand a chance. Next week. Next week. So, any players that have not been capped for uh, England, sorted by value. So, I'm just going to throw it out there. You shout your name, give me a guess, and your time starts now. Nerd. Nerd. Uh, is it Kin and Dewsbury Hall? It's incorrect, I'm afraid. Not in, not in the top ten. This is actually very difficult. Dave. Dave. Ramsdale. Incorrect. Capped. He's got cap- been capped Easy once. Capped. Yes. Damn it. Kneecapped, yeah. Kneecapped. <laughs> <laughs> Ramsdale, was that, he's actually in, in FM, he's uncapped, but he's capped. Dupe? He's been capped since. Dupe. Oh, okay. Dwight McNeil? Dwight McNeil gets you a point. He's number third on the list. Number third. Number, number three third. on the list. Number third. <laughs> <laughs> I've not Turd. had a beer. I've not had a beer. Thir- 33 to third. 
<laughs> Point for Dupe, Dupe for Dwight McNeil. Dupe. Mentioned last week, Skip. Ollie Skip, number 10 on the list, gets you a point. Oop, well done. Okay, so we know the, the, know the, the level. The level. Now, it's, now it's getting the brain going. If you struggle, I can help you out with some clubs, but I'll, I'll, give, you, I'll give you a few seconds. Dave. Dave. Kilman. Say again? Kilman. Oh, Kilman is incorrect, Dave, actually. He's not on the list, not in the top 10. Dave loves Max Kilman. Dupe. Dupe. Livermento. Livermento is number six on the list. Oh, Another point for good Duke. English young players. Shall I start giving you some clubs? No, hang on, we can do this. We can do this. Oh. Dave, you dad got any ideas, no? Dupe. Dupe? No, Dupe isn't your, isn't ba- Dave's dad. <laughs> Harvey I am. Harvey Barnes? <laughs> Harvey Barnes incorrect. I was going to say, is this the same quiz from last I'll week? Ask. <laughs> Dad, who, is, who do you think is the most valuable English uncapped player? Go on, Ed. Oop. No, not Kilman. No, like, someone else. <laughs> They're obsessed with Kilman in the same family. <laughs> right, well, I'll wait. Yeah, he's thinking about it. No right, pressure, you, We'll come back, we'll come back to you, Ed. Dupe. Yeah. Smith Rowe. Smith Rowe is capped. Is he? He's been capped okay. once, I believe. Yes. He's, but he's on dupe search, though. That can't be right. Yeah, can't be right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I, I don't remember him being playing for England, to be fair. I'm going to throw I'm you out a couple of clubs. I'm trying to think of who wasn't in the Euros, because it'd be young players, wouldn't it? be young players, yes. So I'm going to throw you out a couple of clubs. So we'll go number one on the list. Norwich. Dave. Dave. Nerd. Dave. Todd Cantwell. Incorrect. Nerd. Dupe. I had oh. nerd in my ear second, sorry. I was going for Cantwell. So. Okay, dupe. Max Ahrens. Max Ahrens is correct. Shout. Gets you a point. I thought it was n- not. It's, no, it's Jamal Lewis that's Northern Irish, isn't it? Yeah. And he's at, he's at Newcastle, isn't he? Uh, next up is Brighton. Dupe. Dupe. Lamptey. Correct. Another Ooh. point. He's running away, lads. Next up is Leicester City. Dave. Dave. James Justin. Correct. I was going to go for next, the other one. Next Thomas. up is Leicester City. Dupe. <laughs> oh. It's the same quiz from last week. Thomas. <laughs> I'm sure it's similar. That's a point for Dupe. Uh, that's two Leicester ones gone. Uh, next up, we've got Tottenham. Dupe. Dupe. Sessegnon. Ooh, good shout. Ryan Sessegnon is correct. Good and we've got two more. One is Crystal Palace. No. Uh, nerd. <laughs> nerd. Uh, Tariq Mitchell. Incorrect. Oh. Dave. Dave. Yes. Connor Gallagher. Incorrect. Oh. oh. Dave. Dave. Fuck up. Mark Gwehi. Correct. Yes. Gets you a point. Uh, well done. He's Chelsea's player, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The boy. Just, and... I've just been managing them. Yeah. And the last one on the list, uncapped for Manchester United. Dupe. Dupe. Aaron Wan-Bissaka. Aaron Wan-Bissaka is wow, the correct yeah. answer. Well done, Dupe. He's I think been, he's been called up though, right? Hasn't he? He's just never, yeah, never started. He's, right? he's just never, never. He's got hot. To be fair to him, he's got tough competition. Hasn't he? And plus, yeah, the fact he can't, his, his left foot is his competition tape. <laughs> 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 um, I can't, I'm trying to trigger, 
work out when Smith Rowe played for England, you know? He has. Wait, Southgate's gone through this fight. He's like, even Bamford's oh, been yeah. called up and he's, he's, yeah. he's had a call. Tony? Up. Tony's been called up? Go on, sorry. List. No. Just going for the top 10. There we go. So that's your lot. And uh, I think probably goes without saying. Dupe out in his own with 8 out of 10. Flipping heck. This week's quiz. Well, well done, Dupe. Well done, Dupe. At least trying to answer one. So we'll go. We did all right. Tried. I enjoyed anyway, it. That I, brings... I just enjoyed Matt when you said, no. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, hello, but backwards. No, no, no. Um, no. is there any way when you edit the pod, I could have that as a sound clip for my stream, please? No. 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 <laughs> uh, maybe. We'll see about that. Thanks, mate. Uh, arms Love can be twisted. Right, that does bring episode 238 to a close. You can find the links for each of us in the podcast description or by visiting fivestarpotential.com where you can find all of our latest Football Manager content. Five Star Potential is available on iTunes, Spotify and most other popular podcast apps and platforms with a new podcast released every week. Thank you all for listening. There will be more from us next week where we may also have a very special guest joining us for a Five Star Potential debut as long as he's not ill again. Uh, not that... Hello. <laughs> shame. Wow. Shame. Um, anyway, he was supposed to be here this week um, but he's not. Anyway. Also, don't forget to vote on the poll we are running on the Twitter and we will see you next week. Say goodbye folks. Goodbye folks. Goodbye folks. Goodbye, folks.